This is AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Welcome to the Immigration Hour. This is uh, your junior host, Rocky Rockliffe. Uh, the junior host. You like that, David? The junior I host. Won't, I, won't, <laughs> I won't touch that with a 10-foot uh, Well, junior, I mean, what, what, else, what, 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 should I, what else should I call myself? Mi- Minnie Mouse or Minnie Mouse? Okay, all right. The Minnie Me. Uh, I don't know if I want to go with Minnie Me, uh, uh, but the, this is Rocky Rockliffe, your junior host, the uh, <laughs> primary host, senior host, uh, Mr. Charles Cook. Chuck, to uh, all the listeners familiar with him, is the man. Uh, will the man will be down a little bit later on, but uh, I'm ready to go. I've got some stuff I want to talk about, but uh, just in case Chuck doesn't show up, I'm sure you saw his. Uh, we'll have a little gardening minute. Uh, I'm sure you saw his Facebook post with the, uh, all the garden seeds he's ready to, uh, to uh, put in the ground at yeah, some point. Yeah, here. yeah, he's uh, he's the man on that. I, you know, I'm I'm still trying to figure out, uh, and I I should have done it this past weekend. It was beautiful, and I just it was a nice weekend. You know, I just didn't. But I've got I've got. Uh, in fact, even my wife said, "Well, are you going to have a garden this year?" Well, all the fencing's up, and our well, yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> She said, well, why, when are you going to fix the garden and get it started? And I said, well, uh, sometime soon. Sometimes, But soon. not this one. My goodness, it's going to be cold. It's, than a I, well digger I saw this, that this, this morning that it's supposed to apparently get get cold. I don't know if the 30s counts as cold. Is that what it's supposed to be around here? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's going point. to be down in the teens. Teens. I mean, oh my not goodness! During, not well, during the day, obviously. Chuck's definitely not going to be planting the uh, planting the seeds this weekend. Then, when it's that cold, I, I don't know how the guy finds time to do all that stuff. I mean, it's I don't either. Insane. It. Uh, <laughs> he works day and night. He guess. does. He does definitely. Works and then he then he's over at the golf course playing golf by himself. <laughs> at, at dawn, he, he's the only person I know that has little light bulbs in his golf balls. <laughs> So you can find them. They flash when when they land. They start flashing, putting off. Uh, so and he putting uses off some his, sort of uh, Phoenix beacon strobe light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then he also has a GPS for. His, he has a monitor uh, that follows his golf balls because he plays at night. But anyway. got to find got to find some time to do it. Yeah, but uh, we don't have much on the way of gardening. I'm sure Chuck, if he comes down, will uh, will gladly. Tell everyone about the heirloom tomatoes and peppers and everything that he's going to be planting. I'm I'm kind of envious. I'm uh, I know I've mentioned before. I'm actually trying to sell my house right now, so we're not doing any gardening of any sort. We're just trying to keep it uh, presentable. But hopefully, uh, that's in a, the near future, we'll that's get a back to that. Bummer life trying to sell it. It is. It, it really sucks. is. We're gonna, we're going to digress in it. But it, the reason it is is because you have to constantly. And even if you keep a clean house. It's more than that. I mean, you're talking barracks inspection style here because you you white never know glove. if it's a white glove. You never know if the, if it's the person that well, I really didn't like that because their floorboards were a little dirty or it smelled funny or there were two glasses in the sink. So you're constantly every time you leave the house, constantly on guard to I hate yeah. it. We we try to keep our uh my wife and I try to keep our girls in upstairs and between their room and our room and nowhere else in the house, so we don't have to keep vacuuming. But oh, it's, yeah, it's terrible, terrible. Yeah, all righty. Well, this is not well, i got to ask. Uh, i got to ask. Yeah. Has an immigration bill been passed? Well, I, I was going to say, it's the immigration. Let's, let's talk some immigration. Unfortunately, David, no immigration bill has yet passed. I know that comes as a shocker. 
uh, especially since we've been touting it for the last. Uh, well, you know, I, I think six, what the deal months. is, Obama is waiting <laughs> until uh, Al Qaeda slash Taliban oh, has oh, uh, again taken over Iraq, where we can give them direct uh, immunity coming in. And, oh you man, know, uh, I would get I them would, voting and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not necessarily going to disagree with you that. But I would love to talk about Iraq, but we're gonna we're not gonna be able to digress into that. We could save that for another show. How about that? <laughs> maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow on Undisputed. I don't know, but because uh, that is definitely what's happening there is definitely a topic for another day. But you, bottom line is there hasn't been any immigration immigration reform, even though we've been touting it for the last six eight months. And and uh, you know as we've said before, uh, I think Chuck might have mentioned it last week on the show. We still remain. Guardedly confident. <laughs> I don't have an update our uh, terminology there. There's a guard Gu- outside the door. <laughs> Gu- confident. Gu- yeah. Guardedly confident that uh, something will happen this year. Okay. Now that's that. And, and something will happen and, and this year. That's a broad statement. Something, something will, will happen, happen this year. year. And I'm going to sure. go even better, David. I'm going to give you a, a, a time frame for when it's going to happen. And this time frame is motive. The reason we think this is because. We still think that there are sane members of the Republican Party. We still think they're – not that we agree with them, but that they're sane and rational in that they want to be reelected. So I, I think you could probably get on board with that. They want to be reelected, so they need votes. And we, as we've talked about No, they just the need show, to know the owner of the machines. The owner of the – yeah, that too. Ways to get elected. Uh, spend other people's money for people uh, that want to vote for you or know the guy who owns the machines. But the reason we think that – the reason that we're confident that this bill will pass uh, is because, it, A, it's already passed the Senate. The Senate is going to do something. The House is the stumbling block. And we think that something will be done shortly after the primary season is over. Uh, the reason being is we be- we believe there's already enough Republican support in the House to get this thing pushed through, but there are certain members, key members who 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 support it, who may be susceptible. Well, who think they may be susceptible to attack from their political right if they sign on to support something like this. So. Shenanigans in politics. They're going to wait till there there's lower risk, and then they're gonna, they're going to get audit. I just want a true or false answer. No embellishing. All right. true or false. True or false. If the bill passes, which is passed the Senate, like you said, and if it were to pass intact, something passes the House to get it to conference. Right. Is what you're talking about. So, right? whatever seems to be at this point will automatically give all undocumented aliens, illegals, whatever you want to call them. One, total amnesty. Two, the right to vote. Three, get all of the uh, pleasures of being a citizen, including all the welfare benefits, and a Cuban cigar. Is this all true or false? Just I want one it's, word. It's false. If except that for the, the Cuban cigar part. Except for the Cuban, okay. except for the Cuban cigar part. All right. If that, is, if that is a false statement, why in the hell aren't the Republicans or somebody standing up yelling that this is not an amnesty, this is not free f- citizenship, this is not free welfare bill? Man, that's a really good question, David. I would like to say that they are – Because that's what the general yeah, no, no, public that's, thinks. That's, that's, what, that's what they're fighting about is amnesty, citizenship, welfare, all these other collateral issues which really nobody cares about. Well, let me rephrase that. The people who would be receiving, quote-unquote, amnesty, um, 
A, really aren't receiving amnesty, and they couldn't give two rips about becoming citizens tomorrow. The vast majority of them probably will never become citizens. They want to work and they want to get a driver's license. But the reason why I, I, w- I would really like to ascribe some sort of uh, – Motivation to the Republicans that are fighting based on this stuff, uh, intelligent motivation. But I think it might just be ignorance, David. I really do. I, I mean, I, the, they may not know what's in the bill. The every, bill was 800-something pages that came from the Senate. Everything that I hear, which we've talked about before, and, and certainly Chuck and I have talked about many, many times, is that anything you see or read is um, uh, they've taken our jobs. That's one thing. Yep. Which, you know, is not true. Is it just it's they're filling jobs that filling nobody jobs. else will do? Right. There's a hell of a big difference. Huge difference. Secondly, uh, they're not going to automatically become citizens, and no. I, you know why? Well, nobody automatically becomes a citizen now unless you're born here, David. That's, In very few cases, but the people that we give green cards to now, they don't automatically become citizens. Well, let me ask: I mean, if you're so not a citizen, this? if you're not a citizen, <laughs> can you? Well. I guess yeah, you can vote. I don't want to go there because we yeah, don't seem to have a voting uh, problem, not an immigration problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, but you know, and then and then all the freebies and stuff. I, I just, you know, I get very. And these are friends. These are acquaintances on mm-hmm. on different social media and so forth and so on. And and even people here. I got into it with one of my. Uh, friend's host you know or okay. a friend that is a host of another show awkward. oh my gosh and yeah it is <laughs> yeah. but it's it's you know i mean he he came out swinging on illegals and you know giving away the farm and doing this and doing that and i said you know where the hell did you get this from i said if it were true i would be the first one blasting it from you know absolutely the eiffel tower or whatever but I said, you know, this is one more thing. You can, and I'll go one step further. Go. You can't check the facts. <laughs> you can't because if you Google it or something yeah. like that, it comes up with the same story that they're going to be automatically made citizens. Right. They're going to be this. They're going to be right. that, 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 that. Well, I just think that the reporting on this is emotionally driven, but it's it's really soundbite driven. And so, you know – the debate and the rhetoric and the talking points for this stuff was established last summer. And people – they're really not debating any sort of fact or, or any sort of policy or anything. They're debating talking points that came out of both camps. And, and to be honest, both camps are are both at fault for this because neither – the side that's pro-immigration and, and pro-fixing you know fixing the system is not talking about it in the proper context that it, A, it's an economic issue, not a social issue. There may be social there may be social consequences collaterally, and then the other side, you know, obviously I'm opposed to to, to their view of oh the system's fine we need to focus on enforcement and all this, the, you know they're just they're just spouting off nonsense too. But you know it, it's funny you, you mentioned somebody uh, one of the friends of your host uh, talking about giving uh, it was away actually the, a host it's was a it a friend. host okay well giving away the farm you know as I've mentioned on this show before there are certain things associated with uh, I'll just be frank. The U.S. citizen children of people who are here illegally assist those people in securing a larger tax refund. I am not in favor of that, but that's a that's a problem for the tax system or the welfare system. It's not a that's not a symptom of the immigration problem. 
that's a symptom of the welfare problem we have in this country. So while I am game to address that, you know I'm game to address that. That this is not the the immigration debate is not the proper forum for that disagreement over the way people receive welfare benefits. It's just, it's just not. And so, but because of that fact, and it is a fact, uh, I think a lot of people who are I don't want to call them racist or anything, but are predisposed to wanting to blame some other segment of society. I think that they seize on something like that, and then once they've seized on it. They don't really ever go back and reevaluate how it is that they came to that viewpoint. They just keep spouting that soundbite and spouting the argument that they hear that's reinforced by the you know we've talked about before media self-selecting by the media they choose and they just perpetuate it. You know, and, and again, I, I'm sure I'll get some grief for this, but that's eh, okay. From me? No, 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 okay. no, no. From. Uh, the last remaining half a friend I have somewhere. Um, <laughs> you know, if you want the government-sucking people, I can give you one race that is the biggest sucker of charity in the world, and it ain't the, it ain't the few illegals. These people are in the millions. I think they rate about 12% of our population now, maybe 14. And out of that 14%, about uh, 80% of them are welfare government suckers, and maybe it's 60%. But it's – and, you know, I'll go one step further. The, the, the undocumented and, – and you say illegals or you say – Immigration and it's uh, let's build a bigger wall, shoot them as they come over, and it's all the Mexicans' fault. Right, right. The fact of the matter is, if people will trace, they generally go and live with family members. Correct. They pay taxes every time they buy something. Uh, they are like I said, they're not stealing jobs. Nope. They're filling jobs that Americans won't take because. Some folks that are uh, extremely low on the Peter principle and the, and the ladder of success <laughs> make more money off the government collecting welfare than they do if they were working, and yet these people will come over here and work. Except we're becoming the fools because Mexico's <laughs> economy is beginning to – They've got some natural resources yeah. down there that their uh, their biggest enemy is corruption. Yeah. So, um, oh, we gotta take a break. Oh, yeah, oh my say, goodness. Oh, my goodness. Si usted tiene problemas con inmigración o asuntos que tiene que arreglar, llama a los abogados de Cook Immigration Partners. Somos en su lado. Tenemos más de 50 años de experiencia haciendo las leyes de inmigración y defendiendo a los inmigrantes. Llámenos hoy a las 404-816-8611. A las 404-816-8611 o al www.immigration.net. With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules, or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. 
That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Okay, uh, Junior, uh, I've just gotten notice that uh, I've lost... uh, 4,900 of my 4,902 Facebook friends with my no, last no, comments. You know what? I, and it's know, all your fault. I, if Obama fault. can blame, I, I can blame you. You can blame me. I was on the air. You know what? I actually do want to um, – I'm not going to disagree with you, but I – on the uh, on the the, the, compo- the part of the population you're referring to in terms of welfare, you mentioned race. I don't think – Race has anything to do with it. it used no, no, to, no, no, just but. a sec. Though. I don't think race has anything to do with it. It's a social and a class issue that is typified by race. Race is just race is not dispositive of it. Race is just typifies what the problem is. Well, if, obviously, uh, when you got so 40, it's not a racial 40, issue. No, it's, when it's, you got yeah. forty some odd percent on the government dole now. Uh, it can't be race. No, it's, it's not. Yeah, I mean, listen. Go, when and, and we talk about government dole, I'll go go even one better for you here. There's a, I, even more better. I'll go one which, better for which, you. Which University of Georgia did you go to? <laughs> not the one in Athens, folks. Okay. Um, no, I'll I'll uh, I'll give you some better information. Not better information. I'll, I'll something more uh, indicative of people on the dole here. There's there's uh and, and we I'll try to find the uh, the study it was based on. When you break everything down by who is a net – because there's a lot of people that pay taxes, but they get a huge refund or their tax burden is very – is essentially zero, but they're still consuming a lot of things that taxes pay for. So you really need to break it down by net taxpayers and net tax receivers. And so uh, the, the study that I uh, – it was, it was an economic study and it was from like 2009 and I'm sure the number is just higher now. But David, do you know what your uh, adjusted gross income on your tax return had to be for you not to be a net tax receiver, meaning that you you produce more in terms of tax revenue than you consume in services provided by tax revenue? Take a wild guess at what your aid, adjusted gross income had to be. I think it was in the 30s, wasn't it? No, 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 $109,000. Well, I didn't make that. So so this I is – I know you did, but I didn't. No, I didn't, folks. Two, um, two but, clients. But, the, but this, is, this, is, this, is, this is the thing is when we talk about people on the government dole, virtually everyone is on the government dole, David. Well, sure. I and, am now. And, and, but, that, but that's the thing is, is we're, we're – Robbing Peter to pay Paul with all this stuff. And, and the immigration issue collaterally ties into this because virtually most people who are here undocumented, yeah, they are on the government dole. But that is not a and – I'll, and I'll keep repeating this till I'm blue in the face. That is not an immigration problem. That is a welfare problem. You know, And that's – that we can talk about that for days. But the, the whole immigration debate, uh, it, it – as we were, we were talking about centers on you know things xenophobia. People are afraid of things that are different from them. Um, people they 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 seize on these sound bites and and the, these talking points and they they just don't want to let go of them. They want to blame it, David. It's a lot easier to blame another segment of the populace for social and economic problems than it is to look in the mirror and take responsibility for the problems that we've created. I mean, is, do, you, do you agree with that? Uh, yeah, yeah. It, I, you know. I'm, and again, I, I there is a problem. There is. I have a problem with 
somebody breaking the law and coming into our country. That's, right. You know, that's it's illegal. But what do we do with most civil violators of the law? Do, do we imprison them? No, we normally – We make them pay a fine. And then send them home. But, yeah, but – You it, know, I, I just – I guess my whole bottom line of this is is – I don't mind. You and I have good discussions, and and you know a whole lot more about things than I do. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, yet. I'm just old, but <laughs> you know, um, just as long as a person is informed, and the, the as much as I love the internet, Al Gore's internet, uh, there is a ton of misinformation which is uh, is ignited and also amplified by the misinformation on regular television or, or cable or whatever. And then, I guess, amazingly, and this, this is something that frustrates and irritates me beyond words, is our people that are supposed to know and represent us <laughs> that give out more misinformation than the Internet, and that's our Congress people. Simply because they're being manipulated by their staffs and the people who are – because, you know, political staffers on, the, on, on Capitol Hill are, are really entrenched up there. And they're oh, they're yeah. giving – I mean, listen, the Congress people, they care about playing some golf, hitting the country club, hobnobbing and all that stuff. The reason they don't know is because they don't care to know. They just rely on what other people tell them, unelected people, mind you. Um, you, you know, you, you make a really good point, David, uh, about, you know, you just want to have a debate that's based on on fact, and uh, I, I have to go back to uh, your Al Gore's internet comment. Um, do you <laughs> did I say that digression here? Do you remember the uh, the two thousand uh, presidential campaign? Obviously, you do. Al Gore, George George W. Let's yeah. see. I think I was the, uh, three. The <laughs> well, let me just. I had radically different political leanings then. Um, rabid George W. Bush supporter. Rabid. Okay, but the uh, the best slide from there was when uh, in one of the the, the campaign stops he he uh, talked about the internet and how how come how come if Al Gore created the internet it starts with not one W but three W's <laughs> I mean, that's one of the greatest political one liners ever so I think it's George W Bush's internet yeah. not, not Al Gore's it's George yeah. W Bush's yeah no anyways um but. He, what, what we're saying is let's have a debate that's based on fact. So often whenever I talk to somebody about immigration politics, let's just call it that, and, and the issues presented, you know, pe- people – most people have a pre- – I don't want to say well-developed, but most people are pretty set on what their opinion is going to be. There's, there's really not much fluff that's going to change, you know, change their mind. If you're you know, pretty far to the right of the political spectrum – you, you may be – I don't even want to characterize it like that because it's not really a right-left issue. It's just if you if you think everybody's here, you know, they're all here illegally. We need to kick them out. You're on one side, those who want to grant amnesty or citizenship tomorrow on the other side. And, and like I've, I've said before, both are equally wrong. But half the problem in any discussion is just educating people as to what the facts are so that you can have a debate about what the policy should be going forward that's based on – on fact, on truth, and but but that's the problem is that it's anytime this issue is discussed in in media, it's the the problem is you don't even ever get to the point where people can make an informed policy decision because all they hear are platitudes and sound bites coming from from either side that reinforces what they already think. You know, it's it's the the whole thing of 
you know, educating somebody about what the real issues are. You know, you brought it up. Are they all going to get citizenship tomorrow? You know, you, you, classic classic argument. I want them all out of here. They're here illegally. We can't give citizenship. We can't reward lawbreakers. Well, that's really not what it's doing. This is what it's doing. These are the issues. And most educated people, David, are willing to change their mind when they're presented with different facts. It's that – No, see, I'll even disagree with that. Really? You think people don't want to change their mind when they're presented with facts? I, I, I certainly know a lot of them <laughs> like that. You know, uh, I'll talk about the average person here. Okay. My closest friend, his two sisters are very well educated. Okay. Very one's a doctor has her doctorate, and the other was an attorney. Uh, Both of them are retired now, but there ain't no change in their mind about nothing. You know, all that stuff about uh, keeping your doctor and all that—that's that's just media hype. He didn't, you know that. Yeah, there's no changing their mind. Period. End of statement. So, you know, and this is a very big problem. Well, let, me, let, me, let me ask. There's no changing their minds as to the factual situation or the the motivations behind the policy. I mean, they, they obviously it sounds like they're in favor of the ACA. It, it, it's uh, it's the thing that I said on your show and and on other shows. Uh, you know, uh, there are many many people today that don't confuse me with facts. My mind's made up, and that man, that's a. That, that may listen. that may be the case. I, I I still have some. Maybe maybe I have a little ah, okay. more faith when in humanity than I should. When was the last time you changed someone's mind on immigration? Oh man, that wasn't paying. That wasn't paying. <laughs> oh, on this daily daily occurrence uh, for the paying public. You know what? It's it's probably not been uh, recently simply because everybody that I have contact like that with i've already i've already changed their minds or they already thought like i did initially uh, because i've been doing this not very long but for long enough that my family's already heard the argument and they, and they they either agreed with my position now or uh they've didn't maybe didn't have an opinion or were against it but now realize yeah these these are what the facts are and uh and and so yeah recently i haven't changed anybody's mind about it but Oh man, I'm trying to think of changing somebody's mind. I, I, you know, recently I have. You know, you talk to, uh, you know, you talk to some people and, and present an issue in a different light. Maybe, maybe something not as controversial as this. But I, I, I still think some people are willing. To, it, it's, it's more young people. You have to obviously be younger to be willing to change your mind. I think because you're not so set in your ways. I mean, that's it's not a knock on old people, but no, <laughs> I, mean, it's, I, I, I understand, and I, I to, a, oh, I agree with you. Basically, but you know, uh, facts are facts, uh, and and people should be willing. I, I've got some good friends in Texas that uh, you know, it's they look at it like a rattlesnake issue or like a snake issue. The only good snake's a dead snake. Well, the only <laughs> only uh, good immigrant's the one that's on his way home. On his way home. Know? I hate to tell you, but if if all the immigrants left. Where would Mr. Uh, Mr. Chick-fil-A be? Yeah. Well, you know, I think we need to take a break here in just a second. But I, I have a – this is uh, – I'll tell you what I used to tell people when I would debate immigration with them. First thing, we can disagree about this. If you're willing to tell me that you're willing to pay 50 percent more for your house, 
30 40% more for anything you purchase at the grocery store and a general, say, 20 to 25% uh, uh, increase in the price index. And, and I have no idea what these numbers are. I know that they would go up. Then we can send them all home tomorrow. But unless you're willing to do that and put your money where your mouth is, I don't want to hear anything else about this debate. I must have been willing <laughs> because the grocery store has definitely gone up 20%. It, it ha- oh, yeah, for sure. Anyway. All right. Let's uh, take a quick break here, folks, and we'll come back on the immigration hour. Si usted ha casado con un ciudadano o tiene problemas con inmigración o tiene una oferta de trabajo, llama a los abogados de Cook Immigration Partners. Somos en su lado. Con más de 100 años de experiencia en la ley de inmigración, conocemos la ley y sabemos cómo ayudarle. Llámanos hoy a las 404-816-8611, a las 404-816-8611, o visítenos al www.immigration.net. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. All right, welcome back to the Immigration Hour. It's your junior host, Rocky Rockliffe. Um, we're getting on a few abstract topics there uh, before the break. Uh do you have anything else to, to add about people not changing their minds when presented with facts, David? <laughs> well, I think, uh, you know, because of this attitude and and taking it out of the immigration situation to a degree, not totally, but to a degree, is as we've seen and as we are seeing and as we will see more and more um, – the thing that wakes people up is their pocketbook, what they're sitting yep. on, and that's being seen with Obamacare. Uh, yep. So, you know, and I, and I think to a degree that affects immigration and they, oh, my God, they're taking all of our jobs and, oh, my God, they're doing this and that without knowing the truth about what's happening. As far as the Obamacare thing, you know, again, that's a, a very good example of people not – not wanting to listen to facts. Oh, it's going to be great. You know, everything will be free. We'll cover everything. It's yeah. going to be free. It's, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Martin Luther King came back. It was risen from the dead saying free at last. Free at last. Everything's going to be free at last. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it ain't it, happening. It's it's not. And, and you know, to underscore what you were saying, yeah, we you know, Chuck uh, brought up on, on last week's show, you know, the, the – uh, the top issues facing uh, face, facing our country, you know, and overwhelmingly people put uh, the economy at the top, and and that's the economy. When they say that, they mean their personal economy, their personal, their exactly. personal economy, account ending in these four numbers, economy, and 
you know, as I said last week, I'll say it again. You know, this is uh, just like any other issue that's really controversial. It it's probably more economic in nature than anything, and the the proponents and opponents of change or going against the status quo are advancing an agenda that doesn't necessarily correlate with truth or what the situation is on the ground. And that's the problem. And most people aren't willing – most people recognize, hey, yeah, the, the economy is a problem. My personal economy is a problem. But they don't necessarily know why because they don't know what the issues are. Let me ask. Uh, in your – when you got your uh, uh, matchbook JD, did you all uh, – Matchbook you, JD. Yeah. You can – David, I'm let me just, just – no, no, let me, refer, let me tell you this. <laughs> you can clown on lawyers as much as you want. There's probably not anyone out there that is a lesser fan of lawyers than me. <laughs> So anyway. I do not take it personally. <laughs> so you all, I'm sure, would be given uh, uh, debating situations, and sometimes you'd get the side you oh, believed man. in, and yeah. sometimes you'd get the side that you didn't believe in. So, Mr. Rockcliffe, uh, your assignment is, in the next 12 or 13 seconds, is to tell me what basis – Someone has, even in Congress, and I've heard it from congressmen, that we can't let these illegals get away with amnesty. We can't let them get away with automatic citizenship. Oh, the, the so argument. What the, is that? The, ba- I want factual the, basis for oh, that. Oh, factual basis. Oh, man, I thought you were going to ask me for the soundbite that they're putting out. Uh, oh, man. I- I'll say this. The basis of... If you encourage or permit something, uh, over time you'll get more of it. It, it goes to, to the to the economic law. If you subsidize something, you'll get more of it. And I think that while that is true, okay, um, I agree with that. Well, I can't really agree or disagree with that. I mean, it's an economic fact. If you subsidize something, you'll get more of it. And I think that that's what the the Malintentioned people that are in opposition to, uh, you know, reforming the immigration system is that we're subsidizing illegal immigration and we'll get more of it. But they're really not focusing on what they need to focus on. There, people aren't coming here because they want to be illegal. <laughs> I mean, because if that was the case, if people were sitting in these other countries saying, "Man, I want to go to the U.S. because I want to be an illegal immigrant." No, they're coming here to work and to get a better life. So I don't think you will get more illegal immigration because illegal immigration is already at a – I mean net flows across the border. I mean I think it's been well established the last year or two are, are, are pretty close to zero at this point. I mean we, we've got the border secure and, and the economy. People just aren't coming because there's, there's not as many jobs and that's the reason they come. So I think that that's the quasi-factual basis that, it, that it's on is that we – we may need to fix this, but we can't because if we subsidize it, we'll get more of it. But they're really not understanding what, what it is they're subsidizing because nobody says, hey, I want to go to the U.S. and I want to be illegal. Yay, me. I'm illegal. No, nobody's doing that. You know, you know I, I can't address maybe the past uh, X number of years. I don't know. I can't put a number to that. But, you know, the – Mexicans that I worked, and as I've said before, I worked many of them. To my knowledge, they were all green cards because they were they were brought in here by what I was, green card had you know, some sort of employment permi- yeah. visa permission to to work here. But 
if and I got to know a few. Yeah, you know, not well. Let, let's you know, but here's the the ones that I got to know, and I could pretty well back in the late '60s and early '70s paint it with one brush, and that was that they came here with one thing in mind, and that's called survival. Yep, they were starving. Their families were starving. If it meant them being away from their families for six months or or a year or two years, they did whatever they had to do, which either one of us would do exactly the same thing. Exactly. They were were not here, like you said, to become citizens or steal or do this or do that. They were here to make money to send back to their families so they could eat. And I can't throw rocks at them for anything. You you can't, and and that's the thing is, because somebody drew an imaginary line on, on once, uh, you know, an imaginary line in the sand, saying that you cannot work on this side of this line unless we authorize it. To me, is a is a is a two pronged problem. A, it's interference in what you want to do with your business and who you want to hire. And B, it's, it, I mean, maybe to a lesser degree, it's interference with people who just want to work. And you know. Let's talk about that in the immigration context, David. As an employer, do you think you should have to? The man, the man, the, the man. man. He, Come he, was, on. he was listening upstairs. He's like, "Oh my gosh, I got to go I, rescue I the show. This is insane." Out of detention at the airport. Are you kidding me? I got to clean this act up. Is yeah, what I you know. Let's let's finish this thought really Who fast. Are about? We're, Who we're, is we're, this guy, by the way? This is the se- this senior host, Charles Cook. This is the senior host. I referred to myself as the junior host this morning. I didn't. What else am I supposed to call myself? Our mini co-host. Co-host, there we go. That's the word I was looking for. But you know, we're kind of talking about E-Verify here. But do you think, David, for yourself or for anybody else, they want to be put in the position to? And I mean, it's obviously here, and it's and it's only going to increase. But do you think it should be your responsibility to determine the federal immigration status of somebody who is willing to receive money from you to do a certain task? Do you think that should be your job? No. Do you want to pay a fine if you don't do that? It's here and it's going to increase, folks. <laughs> Chuck, you know it's funny because you know David. I think we talked about. This. I got Politifact checked on E-Verify. You know I that? love this story. It's great. Yep. You know, I got you know Politifact, right? They fact checked me and said what I said was mostly false. Uh, here's what I said. This is about uh, six months ago, uh, up in uh, Cartersville, at a seminar I was giving. Yep. And I said, look, uh, E-Verify is problematic. Because E-Verify says that if I go in, let's say I, I get a job with David, and I'm working, and I'm there, and I then get a second job that also uses E-Verify, that more times than not, my I will get a tentative non-confirmation because the system says I've just used or I've already used my name in order to check a job. And who would have two jobs? I, I don't know. Maybe who would work? Uh, anybody jobs. in America who wants to make a living yeah. these days, uh, and. Uh, so, so I would be go, have to go through the hassle of going to Social Security in my free time, right. which I don't have since I have two, two jobs, jobs uh, to get that <laughs> fixed. And Politifact says, not true, except they haven't updated it, have they? Because about two months ago, the Obama administration came out and said, there's a new enhancement to E-Verify uh, th- to make sure there's no identity theft. When your database, when data is used twice, they're going to do a tentative non-confirmation. <laughs> you think PolitiFact said, oh, you know, we were wrong. Cook was right. And really, the thing that really pissed me off about PolitiFact is they didn't talk to anybody who actually knew E-Verify. They talked to some random law professor down in Miami. Yeah. And then some guy in D.C. who didn't right. understand. They, they didn't talk to E-Verify. 
the actual people because they would have yeah. confirmed or right. maybe not, but they would have confirmed or a lawyer who understood the system. Yeah. I had three friends email me afterwards because it was in the, the AJC and they said, oh, you were right. So why don't you call them and tell them that I was right? Oh, yeah. 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 You're afraid to get blood effect checked too? This E-Verify to, is not a good system. No. I had to defend the uh, political check. You being wrong to my mother-in-law, actually. Oh, really? She reads that in the AJC. And said, Your boss was in the AJC, and he, they said what he said was mostly false. I was like, eh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's actually not true. Let's back yeah, this one up. Let's back this and, one up. It was quite the day. If they are that unthorough on PolitiFact on other things. Yeah, then you can't trust them well, I do. How can you trust them? Exactly. But if, but a lot of people do. I know. They think that's like the – because they say they're PolitiFact. <laughs> now, you know who We're does new. that? By We're the way, the Tampa Bay Tribune or something like We're that. We're neutral. We're neutral. You know, it's just not uh, politically biased. At all. No, we're not politically biased at all. <laughs> David, would you dare say and agree with me that everybody's politically biased? No, you don't think no. everybody's politically biased? No, I agenda think bias. I, I think there are a lot of people out there that don't even know what the word oh, political okay. means. Okay, okay, so, okay I'll give you bias that. or ignorance. Yeah, you, yeah, were, yeah. You, know, you were you were saying everybody. Everybody was. Let's say qualify. Everybody with an opinion is biased. <laughs> Probably. Yes, probably. There, there, we, one go. Way or another, so. there we go. Okay. But I, that just really ticked me off. I said I, I, that I lied, basically. Yeah. When, in fact, the government then confirmed a couple months later that, no, what Cook was saying is actually true. Uh, and they didn't come back and say, I've got to call into them and say, hey, what's have you guys fixed your PolitiFact? How about a retraction, folks? Yeah, how about a, we were wrong. Cook was right. That would and be a really couple nice. of thousand dollars to your radio station. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Exactly. And I want it Might as well ask on the front page. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, you know what? What you're, and I didn't know anything about this, but it's exactly what we were talking about for almost the first half hour: is the fact that the fact that people don't have the facts, yeah, and they don't, amazing. and yeah. they because there's nothing wrong lazy. with having a bias. No, as or, long as you base it on facts. Yeah, well, I, I put it's, it's, I put Rocky <laughs> in a position. I said, okay, when he was getting his matchbook JD and all this, I'm sure they had to debate every now and then. So. I said, you're on the side of – you're the politician, you're the attorney that says and, – and you've seen it on TV as well as I have – that uh, <clears throat> the immigration bill is a bad idea. We're going to have amnesty for everybody, and I know it because I'm a congressman. We're going to you know, we're gonna give away all of our welfare. We're going to do – how do you support that with facts? And yet there, there's no way. You just can't. No, you can't. No. It's a perverted it's – it's a perversion of – an economic law of if you subsidize something, you'll get more. And the perversion is that, yes, if you subsidize something, you'll get more. But no one in Mexico is saying, I want to go to the U.S. and be an illegal immigrant. Yay. Yeah. Nobody Nobody's that. saying that. So you're you're not talking about the right thing there. And, well, and, let's get back to the facts. How do, okay. Somebody at PolitiFacts yeah. is too damn lazy to find out the truth. Exactly. They didn't talk to the people who know the facts. So how do – my question is, and, and Rocky and I were talking about this again, how do you wake people up about immigration with the facts? They don't want to hear them and are they too lazy to listen. How do we do it, Chuck? Well, that's a great question. Uh, really short, question. Of, short of amping up the 50,000 watts, David, uh, so that we can be the monster of the <laughs> south here at the America's Web Radio. Um, <laughs> You know, there's that, really that no wouldn't way. make any difference. I, whether I'm no people aren't people. People typically listen to news and radio to reinforce the opinions they already have. Yep. Most folks do not listen to news and radio to get new facts or new new, new information because, frankly, that's not how we operate. We most of us still read to get information. 
uh, and even then, our time is very limited. We, we have to make a living. We have to live. Very few folks have the time to relax and understand. So where do they do that at? Twitter. Twitter or, or college. I mean, in college, you're there to learn facts. But the facts you learn, of course, are biased based on professors that are teaching you and depending where you go. Or if you go to class. Or if you even go to class. <laughs> or if you even read. I, um, although I, I give it to my Ma- law students. Book. My law students are, in fact, reading of peers because they're doing a great job answering questions in okay, class. Okay, okay. So they're reading the stuff I give. Let's take a quick uh, – our last break here on America's Web Radio on today's session of the Immigration Hour. We'll be right back here. Thanks a bunch. Soy Charles Cook, el jefe del grupo de abogados Cook Immigration Partners. Estoy en su lado. Con más de 20 años de experiencia con la ley de inmigración, conozco cómo ayudarle. Sé la ley y sé que alguna gente podemos ayudar. Llámanos hoy a las 404-816-8611. A las 404-816-8611. O visítenos en el internet. www.immigration.net Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. This is America's Webradio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Welcome back to the Immigration Hour on America. We had a sweet off-air combo that we will not repeat. Not repeat on the air. But thank you very much. If you're watching it, Ustream, yeah, you might have heard Ustream. it. Ustream, got it. Hey, mom. Uh, yeah, my mom was at the office. My mom. I don't know if you know this, David. My mom is our plant lady at the office. So my mom comes in every Monday to water the plants. And I didn't know that for the longest time. Right, I was like, who's, who's lady? this strange lady coming into my office? Yeah, right that's now. my mom. <laughs> Who acts like she owns the place? Yeah, that would be my mom. Um, and uh, Spike walked in yesterday. And she says, my sister gave you gave me some stuff. My sister had lost much weight recently. I was getting rid of her clothes. And yeah. She, and she said, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm the pastor guy at church now, yeah, so yeah. I, I must have some short women who are large. They could use her clothes. And Can you come get them? It's like, oh, you know. I have really. something for you. Uh, you Can know, you come get Laura, it? Laura, Laura, please go down and get the clothes out of my mom. I thought my mom had this, like, massive bag. I'm tiny shopping bag clothes. <laughs> my sister didn't lose that much weight, apparently. She didn't get very well, she has no clothes. You gotta love moms. I love my mom. I love my mom. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's uh, it was funny. This morning on Fox Latino, now it's interesting. I've talked about this before, David. There's foxnews.com. Yep. Then there's latino.foxnews.com. Okay. And yeah. they will run stories on the same topic <laughs> that are different. Robert Ailes <laughs> is a genius. He is a genius. He's you know? a genius. So on Latino Fox News is how we're going to have immigration reform in 2014. And Fox News has a story about how we're not going to have immigration reform, how cannot, bad immigration reform is in 2014. You can't make it up. You, know, you can't, you I mean, can't really, make something like yeah, that up. It's a talk about, I mean, really. <laughs> What do you even say? Is is, is that even? Uh, it just it just goes to show you that hey, is that hypocrisy? I, or I don't I don't even want to call it hypocrisy because Fox News is an entertainment company. Fox Fox News, mm. Latino Fox, whatever. It's an entertainment company. They are in the business of getting eyeballs and earballs on TV sets <laughs> and radio right. stations and getting people to pay them for the number of people they have watching. 
they are not they have no obligation to present truth they have no obligation to present <laughs> facts whatever and so if you watch it like that kudos and to this you is why i look at fox every day <laughs> yeah. i look at yeah, judge every because, day because a lot of people are using and that I look to at reinforce Daily their opinions every day. Yep. And I look at MSNBC every day. Yep. And I look at CNN every day. With America's Web Radio in the other. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's on the side. I mean, it's on the side. I have two screens at my desk, David. One is dedicated to America's Web Radio, just yeah, FYI. All the time. Just live you streaming the whole day. You stream all, Are you all the time. Democrats? What's that? Are you all Democrats? <laughs> no. I'm Republican. Lying like He's not that? anything. Rocky's kind of a. But lying like that, you listen to America's Web Radio. I do listen to America's Web Radio. I check it out all the time. I have the app. Yeah, I'm your friend on Facebook David, now. You have, the app. you have the app? Yes. I have the app. Yes, sir. I have the app on my iPhone. Oh. Like whenever right, we're in the we're, Grand Caymans, I always listen to America's Web Radio. <laughs> I'll be in the Grand Caymans this week. I know. I saw that on your Did you see they closed sometime. Washington, D.C. today for the threat of a storm? You think they're Atlanta or something? <sighs> we're going to rain, snow eight inches. <laughs> it's a possibility that... It's cold. And it's Ooh. cold. So the government closed, David. Like, no, here's my you're, question. Uh, you're Do we get money back if the government closes? Do we get money back? Do I get a one two hundred fiftieth? Do I get a one two hundred fiftieth refund? You know, no, you don't. No. You do not get that. No, at all because uh, that's just not the way the government works. Not the way it works. No, I, I got to talk about Chris Christie. I got to talk about. He's lost weight, David. Where? Well, he's not on Huckabee level lost weight though. Oh uh, no, well Huckabee's gained a ton. He has, he has, he has yeah. whatever Huckabee he lost. has, he's yeah. gained so well, back. I don't think yeah. he's gained it all back. Well, I wanted to hear boy. what are we going to talk about, Chris Christie? Well, Chris Christie, as you know, is a huge immigration support, immigration reform supporter. He signed a bill in yep. in New Jersey to allow in-state tuition uh, for, for DACA um, recipients, for DACA recipients yep. which our governor, of course, hasn't done, which we'll you know hopefully try to do here with those with our judiciary. Uh, but at the same time. Uh, the question becomes, is is Chris Christie's now meteoric fall from grace going to affect Republican sentiments on who can beat Hillary, who can win, and thus the politics of immigration? Is immigration still good for the party if Christie's not going to be the, the guy leading out on the, uh, on the nomination process? What kind of huge fall did he recently have? Well, you haven't read about Bridgegate? Oh, what they call it? I love to call it Bridgegate. Do you not watch... Do you not watch I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Something, I exactly that's a really, I hadn't thought about that, but that's a really good point, though. Yeah. The face of the Republican. I mean, he's, a, he's the head of the Republican Governor really? Association. Yeah, Who's going to be. Uh, I he's the national voice. Yeah. Ali Barber this morning is yeah. on, on Chuck Todd's show defending Chris Christie, saying yeah. this is actually a good thing. Liberal media going after Christie is going to be good for him in the, in, the, in the polls, although not so much. My favorite thing was the Hoboken Man. I grew up. Uh, in a city, you're a New Jersey Hoboken, guy. A New Jersey guy. It was uh, there's North Bergen, there's Fort Lee, there's Hoboken, there's Jersey City. It's all they're all basically one big city. Yeah, yeah. they're all there. New York. So Metro. the mayor of Hoboken, or as as Haley Barber called her, the late mayor, um, the lady mayor. Great impression. Um, and uh, he, uh, she said that uh, the lieutenant governor, the lady lieutenant governor, just not the other lady lieutenant governor. <laughs> Pulled her aside after a supermarket opening. I love this. This is in Jersey. <laughs> this is just so Jersey. Oh, I'm loving where this is going to go. Said, hey, Were they you know, popping Coke caps? You know, if you don't, you know, if you don't endorse the governor, you know, you're not going to get any Sandy's funds. You're in the same page. You know, understand this, okay? We <laughs> you know don't. You know what I'm talking about? I love it. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? And uh, and so she doesn't support Christie. Supposedly she doesn't get the Sandy money, but. She sends out 50,000 tweets saying how much she loves Chris Christie. 
until last week when she says, no, the lieutenant governor threatened me uh, with the loss of funds from Sandy Relief if I didn't get it. Now, that turns out. That so why she did she tweet all that stuff out then if she, she didn't get the money? Because it's a lie. <laughs> you know, it's a oh lie. My so she, uh, she, she apparently she requested uh, some money for Hoboken. For Hoboken, okay? That was a third of the entire total that the state of New Jersey got for Sandy Relief. Because Hoboken is a third of the territory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hoboken is a little tiny speck on the uh, on the pimple of the flea uh, on the butt of a flea. Yes. Uh, of, of New Jersey. Go big or go uh, home. And, uh, that's, a, that's a New Jersey <laughs> speak. Hey, what's the matter you, eh? Bada bing, baby. Um, and, uh, so, but it's interesting to see because I do think this has national immigration ramifications. Absolutely because does, yeah. he has been a symbol, not necessarily a voice, but a symbol that you can be a conservative Republican, yep. at least from my perspective, and still support immigration reform. And if he falls from grace... Yeah. Then that goes with him. Who's going to fill that? And then void. who's going to fill that spot? Yeah, you know, I can't think of Rand, anybody. Crazy people like Rand Paul or or Steve King or I mean, who else is out there? Well, I mean, that's that's a, there is that's one. Got the, there is one that's got the there's political. One. There's one power there's that one. supports it. There, that supports one. There's one. Who is it? There's one. Tell us, Jeb. Jeb, man, I haven't Jeb. thought about him in like Jeb. Mommy said, he Mommy says she doesn't want him to do it, but she's going to be gone soon enough, you know. So, Man. I'm nice just saying. The HMS now, Jeb just sitting awesome. down there in Florida. You know, his wife is Latina. Yeah. She's from Colombia. Yep. And so his kids are all half Latinos. They all speak Jeb Bush Jr. and they all, they all George Bush Jr., which is actually Jeb's son. Yep. But they're natural-born citizens. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they are. That's the question. Uh, next week's immigration we bring, hour. Next week's immigration hour. We're going to bring our guys back for another argument on that. Uh, but it's uh, it's fascinating that oh, uh, man, I totally yeah, forgot Jeb, about him. Jeb is he the is only guy. He's not going to run. You know, well, regardless if he runs, I mean, just the face, just the I voice, mean, just, just the voice, the, voice the face. I mean, because the Bush. I mean, regardless of how poorly W's presidency ended, the Bush. Although family he's, na- his rankings are now over fifty <laughs> yeah, percent, the, the Bush know? family name still carries some, some, folks some folks in office. You know? Still carries some weight in the Republican <laughs> yeah. Party. Yeah. So just getting the name and the face—that's interesting. You know, it's so it's uh, it's interesting. Boehner, of course, is sort of pushing it, yeah. uh, at least to a certain extent. Uh, so we'll see. But I, I just thought the whole Christie phenomenon was interesting, and how what other effects, that are the drag down effects, that collateral effects. Now I'm yeah. a huge Christie fan. I see nothing wrong with saying, "You don't support me, I won't give you any money." You know, but when does that not? You know, when is that's every day? Money is the mother's milk of politics. That's uh, you know, why. Here's my question, though. Now, I don't think actually he knew about the bridge. I, I think, but I, I, think, I don't think he's dumb enough to have known no, anything about plausible it. deniability. Because as soon as he found out something like that, he would have said, "Stop this!" Oh, because stupid. I know it's dumb. It's dumb. It's yeah. dumb. But I think there may have been an atmosphere in his office oh. that encouraged, <laughs> encouraged that, that type of thing. Um, but that's that's New Jersey politics. You think this is new? I thought that was Chicago politics. Oh, Chicago politics. Oh, Chicago, they, Chicago, they, they just kill them. They just kill them in Chicago. <laughs> Jersey, you know. I mean, There's they, a new they, show they, coming they, out about Chicago. They like to, it's called Chicago Land. It's some series. Oh, uh, Rob Emanuel is in the freaking trailer. No way, really? Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, so, okay, Chicago kills them. Uh, new Jersey just tortures Jersey. them. Jersey. But it Jersey. happens every Jersey. day. Jersey. What you're, you're saying is right. It happens Jersey. every day. Is that the way it's not Jersey. Jersey. That's a Brooklyn accent. Jersey. <laughs> watch, the, watch Stewart. Watch Stewart at night. Be, yeah. Not that you could do that because you get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, David. But DVR it. He's from Jersey. So he's got a Jersey accent. He, yeah. does, of course, does the, 
does the guys, you know, the Jersey guys really well. You know, it's not a big deal. But, uh, but you and me, we have a little talk here. We, maybe a little bit for you, a little bit for me, but I mean, but boom, and we got it, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I, mean, I, I lost my Jersey accent a long time ago as well. You've been all over the place, though. Politics everywhere. Yeah. You know, did, did so I mean that that should be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. Um and whether if he weathers the storm without, you know, being too dick. The good news for him is this is happening now not, and not in twenty fifteen. Exactly. So to have this come out now is not a bad it's, thing for him. 2016, 2015, uh, and he is the news. RGA president, so yeah. the chair. So that actually, you know, allows him over the next year to leave Jersey and leave that behind. Get out of the, uh, they will the never area. trace anything. Nobody is gonna fall on Christie's but that would be like falling like a giant trampoline. <laughs> Nobody's going to do that. Yeah. But I think he will. Lo- Here's my prediction. All right, he will lose. Bold prediction, pounds. surely to go wrong, exactly folks. Exactly right. <laughs> he will lose a hundred pounds more before the primary start. Look completely different. He look completely different. He's going to need some surgery to get rid of that skin. <laughs> I mean, he's got a lot of skin there once he's put that weight yeah. down. I thought and he had had this the will be uh, gone. bypass operation. He did. He had a gastric bypass. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, those are slow, though, and they don't always work. I mean, the problem with those... You have to completely yeah. alter your lifestyle you after your you lifestyle. have it. It's not and like then, a you know, quick you're fix. You're in politics. That's really, really hard. Yeah. All the lunches and breakfasts and dinners yep. and crap. I mean, you, that works great for people who can literally regulate their diet and right. have a regular schedule. But when you're in politics, I mean, that's just really hard. That's why it was so incredible that Huckabee did it. Yeah. You know, without, without surgery. I think yeah. he did it without surgery. Uh, or he but, gave up his beer. Is that what it was? No, I, no, I don't or think you can afford a person traveling chef. He's evangelical. Chef. I don't think, I don't think no. he's... Yeah, but you can, do, you can also do it on the road like that if you just have a personal chef. Yeah. Just take a personal but, chef know, with you. But Christie's never made that much money. Right, yeah. yeah. I understand Christie. Maybe he's probably his governor. Yeah. Uh, which is probably $180,000. Yeah, not, like not the crazy. So. Yeah. Christie uh, tried jogging, but there was... The Tremors were affecting the scale at the local university of Princeton, so they asked about the game. Hey, we had a quick uh, bomb. We had a quick uh, gardening minute at the show at the beginning of the show. We want to hear about what you're going to be playing. Just one seed because we got to go. Okay, Okay. Uh, we've got a uh, my favorite um, uh, tomato this year is Doctor Weich's yellow tomato. And folks, Google it. Okay, Dr. Weich's, W-Y-C-H-E, Dr. Weich's yellow tomato. He makes green, he makes red, red tomatoes as well. But the yellow tomato, fantastico. All right. Um, we bueno. How's uh, your basement? Is it is it planted? No, no. We're actually not going to plant until February 6th. Saturday, February 6th is when it gets planted. Sometimes. Um, yeah, I, I planted a little too early last year, so the tomatoes got a little stringy. Uh, Chuck's so address is? And that's... <laughs> And that's the way, and that's the way it is. Uh, welcome to the Immigration Hour. Great to have you guys with us this week. We'll listen to you next week here on America's Web Radio. See ya.